I will admit up front that um, part of the reason that I chose to preach on the, this particular passage in the Gospel is, of Luke is because I find it kind of confusing. As one example, um, it doesn't seem to really have a coherency to it like some of the other scriptures do. It also has that line that seems sort of mean-spirited. Jesus says, whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. Now, I don't care that Christ said that. That doesn't sound very Christ-like. Perhaps uh, most confusing and what originally caught my attention, though, was that line in verse 18, therefore, consider how you listen. That caught my attention because the parable that precedes that line seems to be more about doing something, not listening. Jesus is talking about putting a light out where it will be seen. No one hides it under a a basket or sticks it under a bed. They put it out there. So I would expect something more along the lines of, therefore, be careful to reveal yourself in action. But Jesus says, therefore, be careful how you listen. There is a lot here that I don't understand. And I can't promise that we will understand anything even any better after I'm done speaking. But I do think that it is important for us to wrestle with passages that don't come to us easily, that, that we don't understand uh, easily in order that we might struggle and in that process, I think, <coughs> excuse me, grow and learn. In fact, I think that the message of this passage is a lot like what teachers of foreign languages often say. The more we use what we know, the more we will learn. But if we don't use what we know, we'll even lose that. And a key task in all of this is listening well. As I was saying with the kids, following Jesus doesn't come naturally to most of us. We are born and raised in a culture that is other than what God would have for us. In greater and lesser ways, we have a mindset and a language that is different from God's wishes and God's kingdom. We tend to think and speak in terms of self, of security, of scarcity. God lives and speaks in terms of the other, boldness and abundance. Throughout the scriptures of both the Hebrew First Testament and the Greek New Testament, we see God trying to teach people to live, speak, and act differently than the way the world lives, speaks, and acts. In our Hebrew First Testament reading from Deuteronomy, the people of God are about to move into literally a foreign land. 
It's a place, they've been in Egypt for centuries now and they're about to move into the promised land. The people already living in this land speak and behave in ways that are opposed to what God desires. And so God tries to teach the people, the Israelites, before they enter the foreign land. These are the commands through Moses. This is Moses speaking. These are the commands, decrees, laws that the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are uh, crossing into the Jordan, across the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and your children's children may revere the Lord as long as you live in keeping these decrees and commands and that you may enjoy a long life. Follow these things and it will go well. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you. God is trying to teach them a new way, a different way of being. And it's not at all a given that God's people will follow God's ways. In fact, they don't. (laughs) Over and over and over again, they forget the ways of God and God's word. Every now and then, a prophet or a king will pop up and remind them, no, remember, this is what the Lord God has called us to. And they'll they'll sort of get things right for a little bit, and then they mess up all again, and it just goes downhill. And they over and over again, they stop following the ways of God, forget even God's word. And God's people become indistinguishable from the world. And this same pattern repeats for much of the Greek New Testament. The 12 apostles do not come across as quick learners. Over and over in the Gospels, we hear these stories about the disciples did not understand what Jesus was trying to tell them. It happens all the time. Peter is notoriously slow to pick up on things. It takes years for Jesus' disciples to begin to live and speak as those who live in the kingdom of God. And the biggest single improvement comes when the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Uh, when After Jesus' resurrection, the Holy Spirit comes and fills them and begins to teach and strengthen them from within. And that is what really leads them into becoming disciples and following God's ways. It's as if once the Holy Spirit comes, they have a a built-in tutor along the way at all times. But it still remains essential for them and for us as we continue in our way to act on what we know. And this is what Jesus was after in that gospel passage when he says, No one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar and puts it under a bed. Instead, they they put it out there so that those around can benefit from it. There's nothing hidden that won't be disclosed, nothing concealed that will not be known and brought to light. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whatever Whoever has will be given more, and whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. James is even more blunt about things. 
James says, don't merely listen to the word, but act on what it says. If you don't act on it, you'll forget quickly, even like how you forget your face if you're not looking at it in the mirror at the moment. Listen, but act on what you hear. With that in mind, then Jesus's words aren't so much a, a, a punishment of sorts. They're just merely a description, like a foreign language teacher. Use what you know, and you will add to it. If you don't use even what you know, you will lose that quickly. And as with most things that are new to us, the more we use what we know, the more strength we get in, in using that little bit, and the more we add to our understanding. A significant reason why we follow Christ is in order that we might make life on earth as it is in heaven. We pray this every week when we gather. May it be on earth as it is in heaven. The more we act on what we know we're being called to, the more it will be so. And key to all of this is listening. Listening to God, listening to Jesus, listening to the Holy Spirit within us. This life of discipleship, like I was saying, doesn't come naturally to most of us. We have to learn the language of God, the ways of God from God. Even if we've been at this for decades, there is always more to learn in order to become fluent in the ways of God. All of these scriptures emphasize listening and hearing. Moses, uh, be careful to, to hear what you are being commanded today and follow it. Jesus, that's, that, that's where that phrase comes from. Be careful how you listen. We have to listen first in order to learn from God and then act. And then James, of course, says, yes, be careful how you listen, but then follow through and act on it. As most of you know, uh, I, and I mentioned just a little bit ago, for the last couple of weeks, I've been in uh, Colombia. Um, my Spanish is still not very good, I will admit that, but it is a lot better than I first went on, when I first went on this trip two years ago. Uh, and that came from listening first and then using what little bit I did know. The first year I went, I basically knew TV and movie Spanish, you know, hasta la vista, baby, that kind of stuff. Just little phrases that you pick up. Last year, I had tried to learn some language between, I used Duolingo. I was trying to learn a little bit more language between, but I still had that thing. My oldest brother doesn't have this gene. He does not get embarrassed about using languages. He just goes for it. And so he knows several of them. But even last year, I was still worried about getting it right. I wanted to speak correctly, and I didn't want to make mistakes. And so I had learned a little bit more, but really didn't improve as much as I should have. But this year, as I was preparing for the trip, I 
for some reason, I came across the right book at the right time, and, and this guy was talking about, you know, think about it when other people are trying to commu- communicate to you. You don't care if they use Tarzan English. You appreciate they're trying to communicate, and you, you, nobody gets upset about somebody making mistakes with the language, so just go for it. Even after you use Tarzan Spanish or whatever, just do it. And I got all fired up about that. And so this time I made tons of mistakes. I was saying stupid stuff all the time and people were laughing at me. But I learned so much more Spanish than I had previously. And I used Spanish a lot more than I had. And I also noticed there were two people on our trip who are fluent One person was born and raised in Venezuela and has lived in the States for a few decades now. So he's he's fluent in both. There's another person who's born and raised in the States but has lived in Chile for a couple of years, and, and she's fluent. And listening to them, you know, interact and then turn and interact in English and back and forth, it's it's mind boggling. It's really an impressive thing to be fluent in more than one language. But I noticed that even they made mistakes and, and learned new things. Learned because Colombian Spanish is different from Venezuelan Spanish, and it's different from Chilean Spanish. And so even those who are fluent have more to learn. And so the adage holds that the more we listen and use what we know, the more we will learn in our life as disciples of Christ. As disciples of Christ, we are more at home in the ways of the world and its language. But our world is desperate for people who, are, who know the language of God and the ways of God, who know a different way of living and speaking. God is longing to teach us more and more about how to bring love and peace and hope everywhere we are. Our first step is to listen to God's direction and then act on what we know. The more we use what we know, the more we will grow. Amen?